0: Audio articles on Wilson County News made possible by Richardson Brothers Chevrolet in Floorsville. The political center is gone. In a new USA Today slash Suffolk University poll, President Joe Biden's approval is down to 38 percent, which looks pretty good compared to Vice President Kamala Harris, whose approval now stands at 28 percent. Democrats have just been reprimanded by voters, with the upset victory of Republican candidate and political novice Glenn Youngkin in the governor's race in Virginia, and almost upset victory in New Jersey by Republican gubernatorial candidate Jack Chatterley, who came within 2% of the vote of winning, and revolts in school board elections nationwide, pushing back against critical race theory and COVID 19 government interventions. It's not rocket science that Biden and his party have lost touch with the voters who elected them large percentages of these Democrats did not vote for Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the squad. And they are unhappy with Biden's capitulation to the far-left elements of his party. Respected Democrat strategist Mark Penn has a piece in the New York Times urging Biden to shake off these progressives and reconnect with the moderates in his party. This is what Bill Clinton did, he reminds readers, to save his presidency in the mid-1990s. Former Louisiana Republican Governor Bobby Jindal offers up a similar message in a Wall Street Journal op-ed. Both parties after victories tend to relinquish too much influence to the extreme elements in their party, he says. Statesmanship, the message goes, means understanding the need to move to the middle. But there are problems with this sage advice. One, voters themselves are moving away from the middle, and to the reality of culture and politics of the country is things keep moving left the only difference between when Republicans are in control and when Democrats are in control is how fast it happens. Yes, it's true that Bill Clinton saved his presidency by turning to the middle. But then, in 1994, according to Gallup, 25 percent of Democrats self-identified as liberal, 25 percent conservative, and 48 percent as moderate. Today, for Gallup, the percentage of Democrats identifying as liberal has doubled to 51 percent, the percentage identifying as conservative is half what it was in 1994, 12%, and the percentage of moderates has dropped from 48% to 35%. At the same time, Republicans have become more conservative than they were in 1994. In 1994, 58% of Republicans identified as conservative. Today, it's 75%. Statesmanship and compromise are only realistic when most voters of both parties are generally on the same page regarding our core values. But what happens when the common ground of core values is lost? I started writing several years ago, noting the similarities of what is happening today in our country to where things stood in the 1850s when the institution of slavery was tearing at the soul of the nation. Where is compromise about whether slavery should be accepted or not in a country that is supposed to be about freedom? Some insisted yes, some insisted no, and everything exploded into a civil war. What is happening today is similar. In a Pew Research survey from last November, 80% of Biden voters and 77% of Trump voters agreed with this statement about voters from the other party. Not only do we have different priorities when it comes to politics, but we fundamentally disagree about core American values. Culturally, there is no more room for compromise about differences of opinion regarding those accepting and those rejecting biblical, traditional values regarding marriage, family, and sex than there was about slavery. Fiscally, government involvement in the lives of Americans is off the charts. In 2020, government spending at federal, state, and local levels was already at 43% of our GDP. With the Democrats' spending blowout, government will be headed toward taking half our economy the challenge today is not to find a middle that doesn't exist. The challenge today is for Americans to choose who they are and what kind of country they want, free or not. Star Parker is president of the Center for Urban Renewal and Education. Readers can respond to Star's column by emailing starparker at urbancured.org. Copyright 2021 creators.com.